Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Group on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 473. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, coming to you from uh, Merritt, British Columbia. Um, yeah, I don't know what the hell. Um, what happened? What's going on in CFL? Nothing, really. we got the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. That's pretty exciting. We're going to watch. Oh, hang on. Nothing's happening in the CFL? Nothing's happening in the CFL right now. We've got free agency just happened yesterday. It's ongoing right now. Everybody's up for grabs. One-year contracts are just toasting everything, okay? So let's keep going and find out what's going on. Yes, the Super Bowl is this weekend, but we're going to ignore that. I don't even know who's in it. Is there two? There's going to be two teams. I don't even know if there's going to be a Super Bowl. They're, they're talking about having a, uh, a trucker convoy strike around the Super Bowl so that it gets postponed. Uh, wouldn't that be interesting? A bit of a challenge there for those Americans. I think that most of the Americans down there would lose their frickin' mind, and uh, and it would be a no-go. I, I don't know. I, that's not the way to make friends and, you know, influence people. Uh, you, you don't mess with American football. Mind you, you you would get attention. I'm just not totally sure it's good attention. Uh, and and I, just for the record, Americans have guns, Okay. Football fans are fanatics. The fan is a short word for fanatic, okay? So you're talking about football fans, fanatical football fans with guns. Don't be messing with their game. This is the big game of the year for them, so don't be doing that. Okay, so let's let's just move on from the American side of things right now because I don't know what's going to happen. But I think there's going to be a football game on Sunday. No problems. Uh, Everything should be cool, but they are talking about – running a, a protest strike around the Super Bowl. God help them all, okay? Because uh, Americans are fucking crazy at the best of times, never mind messing with their football. So let's continue and see what we're going to do. So we're going to talk about free agency. Free agency started yesterday, the, uh, February the 8th. Uh, all hell broke loose. Uh, a lot of things happened. Uh, some interesting things happened. We're going to talk about a couple of them. I'm pretty kind of bizarre what BC Lions have done. Um, I'm impressed. I, it's ballsy, but, you know, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, most of the big-name guys all got signed, and uh, there's still some big-name guys out there. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to open up the mics of everybody here, and um, hopefully we get Chris and Charles and Will, and Will, I don't know, mm-hmm. hopefully he's not snoring. You, you, you there, Will? Afternoon, welcome to the show. Oh, there he is. I knew it. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm going to have I'm to put, mute his I, mic. I'm here. I'm oh, here. sorry. I'm here. Um, and I, I think the first thing we should do tonight is we should talk about the first article on on, on Charles's agenda because it shows all of the it shows all of the ins and outs for all of the teams, which would be a great discussion. Anyways, I'm good. Right. It's uh, it's uh, midsummer weather in Calgary right now. Okay, there isn't there isn't a speck of snow to be snow to be found anywhere, and uh, I'm just enjoying it. So, 
There you go. Okay. Well, there you go. That's a good thing. Um, Charles, you there? You make it funny. Uh, I am. Yeah, Yeah, I normally do. How you doing, buddy? Um, I'm good. I was going to say, don't we normally start by talking about the first item on the agenda? Isn't that kind of how we normally do things? Yep. Because Will said that's what we should do. So I'm like, well, I know that's what we typically do. But but anyway, I'm good. Sometimes we find other ones to talk about first. It just that's true. On your, it just depends on your selection of agenda that day, yeah. if you did a good job or not. Anyways. Yeah, well, <sighs> most of the agenda is heavily skewed, obviously, towards free agency. So. It's not heavily skewed. It's 100% skewed. Okay, because there you go. That's all, that's all there was yesterday. Oh, except for the Stampeders announced their coaching staff. Do you know why the Stampeders announced their coaching staff? Because they did fuck all in free agency. And John Huffnagel was fishing. And what's the difference between this year and every other year? Nothing. Not, not nothing. much. Okay. Well, literally, so, Stamps did not sign a single free agent, did they? Today or yesterday? Yes. yes. Um, they, yeah, they, they signed what? Cameron Judge. They, and they signed. No, uh, although that was count. yeah. Okay. They signed a linebacker from Montreal today. A Canadian okay. linebacker. A Canadian linebacker. He's a special teams player. <laughs> wow. You're, you should be excited about that. <sighs> Anyways. You just be thankful he's not a kicker. Well, and, and congratulations to the BC Lions because they did sign a kicker. Wow. Yep. They didn't sign a kicker, finally. And he doesn't I'm have a Japanese thrilled. He doesn't have a Japanese name, so you're good. <laughs> you know, I, I really don't like Three Down Nation. I, I really don't like them. They, I got this. This is this article, Charles. You know, I, I really wish we could find articles that were not in Three Down Nation. Because I've got on my iPad, it comes up with this little box. And then right in the middle of it, I got John Hodge and Justin Dunk's pitcher. And they're talking back and forth about things. And I don't want to talk. I, and I can't move it. I can't close it. I can't do anything with this fucking thing. Hmm. Yeah, the I only have, good thing have, about it is it has no sound. I've got it muted. I have the same problem. They always pop up. Yeah. Okay, so um, we're going to talk for you. Oh, we got to get Chris into the show. Chris, 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 welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? How's Dawson? Thank you. It's the same as probably Merritt or Mid-summer? Calgary. It's, yeah, it's plus 10 today. Lots of running water, that's for sure. <laughs> but there's nothing like that here. I got snow all over the goddamn place here. Well, we've still got our snow it, piles, it, it, but it I mean, up- they, we're starting to flood out roads here because there's so much water movement already. So Yeah, it, it, it goes above zero during the day, but it does goes down below freezing at night. So everything's icy. It's a terrible part time of the year. Okay, so um, everything's good with you. Yep. Yeah. No, everything's going good. Okay. Okay, so we're going to jump right into free agency here, and we're going to talk go team by team by team by team. We're going to do it in three down nations uh, format that they got the article out there, and I got these two idiots that are on my screen, and I can't get rid of them. Okay, so the first team up is in the West. It's the BC Lions. And in they have a 
defensive uh, lineman named Woody Barron. But they don't tell us where these guys came from. Okay, so I don't know where he came from. Uh, defensive lineman Matthew Betts, who's a national Canadian guy. Uh, defensive back Delvin Bro. Now Del- Delvin Bro, wasn't he a Thai cat? Or was yep. he Montreal? Yes, Thai cat. No, he was a Thai cat. Okay. Uh, defensive lineman David Menard. Now this is a, another Canadian. Now he's come home because he started out with the BC Lions, and so he's come back to play for us. Uh, quarterback Michael O'Connor. Now this is a bit of a shocker. Uh, in a pleasant kind of way. Uh, We're going to talk about the BC Lions quarterback situation later on in the show, so we're not going to touch too much about this, but they they did pick up Michael O'Connor, who was the – he was the number two guy in Calgary last year. Three. 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 Who's number two? Jake Meaver was – Jake. Mayor. Jake Mayor. Oh, right. Right. Okay. Right, 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 right. My bad. Yeah. I keep thinking that Jake Mayer is one now, and he was, Levi Mitchell was, fucked off and died or something. Wait, he was supposed to be the number two in Calgary, and when Bo Levi Mitchell got hurt, they had planned to start Jake Mayer that entire week. That's and I right. Guess, mm-hmm. or, sorry, they had planned to start, what's his name, O'Connor. that entire week? O'Connor. But I guess, I guess he didn't do well at practice, and they decided to do, use Mayer, and the rest is history, man. And obviously, so O'Connor was they, number two, Mayor was number yeah, three, okay. and then that that flipped. Yes, yeah. That's kind of like so, Matt Nichols and Mike Riley and Edmonton a long time ago. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So you can uh, have Michael O'Connor. He's all you yours. got, Michael O'Connor. Okay, and I'm totally yeah, okay with that because you can have Matt mm-hmm. Nichols. We take Mike Riley, no problem. So I'm good with that. Okay. Um, Receiver Daniel Peterman, national. I don't know who this guy is, but now we have another Canadian uh, receiver, which is not a bad thing. No. Um, de- de- defensive back Luches Purifoy. Well, he started his career as a BC Lion. Now he's back as a Lion again. Yep. Uh, defensive lineman Stephen Richardson. This is an American. Now he came from where? Winnipeg. He came from the Winnipeg. 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 Uh, from what I've seen, that uh, from what I've seen, even the big guy, and what I've seen, the Winnipeg fans are devastated that they lost him. Yeah. And wasn't he in Winnipeg forever? He's been there for quite a few years. Yeah, eight years, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought it was eight years. Uh, So, but I mean, they got Willie Jefferson and, and Jackson Jeffcoat, so. They should be just happy and content. Um, yeah, but they're not, we'll they're see not what defensive happens. tackles. They're not defensive tackles. Defensive tackles are are the key to the D-line, in my mind. Yeah. Sorry. They're important. Yeah. Okay. And the last signing for the BC Lions was kicker Sean White. So that's two, four, six, eight, nine. Sean White, again, used to be a BC Lion. And now he's come back home. He was in Edmonton for a while, a few years. Seems to be a very consistent uh, field goal kicker, so we're happy with that. Uh, yep. Now, here's who we lost. This is who we lost. Receiver Shaq Johnson. 
which I was a little shocked about them not trying to keep it, that, a national guy like him. Uh, linebacker Adam Konar and O-lineman Hunter Stewart. Now, people on the BC Lions um, Facebook group are absolutely losing their shit over Hunter Stewart leaving. The most versatile O-lineman. He can play center. He can play tackle. He can play like, guard. It doesn't really matter. I'm going. To, if I remember correctly, Hunter Stewart was injured most of the last couple of seasons. Yep. He's more concerned about what his hair is doing than whether or not a D lineman's coming at him because he doesn't want to wreck his quaff. So he just gets run over all the time. I mean, I'm I'm not a big um, O-line fan, so I don't follow it quite as closely as that. But if I notice Hunter Stewart being an idiot on the O-line, it, it's got to be obvious to, to some serious football fans. So I really I didn't talk to our, our buddy uh, Richard. You remember, what was Richard's last name to us? Richard Olson. Olson, 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 yeah. Yeah, because he, he follows the D-line or the O-line just like impeccably. So, anyhow, so here's what – any any comments or, or statements or anything? Uh, William, anything about the BC Lions there? Yeah, you know what? I'm uh, I'm impressed with uh, with Delvin Burrow, of course. Um, um, Lucha's Purifoy. And Stephen Richardson is not the guy we thought he was because I just Googled him. He's only been on the Bombers for two years, okay? Okay. So he's only he's only been in the league for two years. He's uh, all okay. of five foot. He's all of five foot eleven and two hundred and ninety eight pounds. Okay. There's a there's a there's a fire hydrant for you. Um, but yeah, that's good. Yeah, no shit, I, eh? I think uh, I think BC got better. Okay, and that's all that really matters. We'll see how they jive yeah, with each I, other, but they got better. There's no doubt about it. I mean, the biggest thing that BC needed was a kicker. I, I think they got yeah. that. Okay? BC, uh, everybody's saying uh, the, the BC's O-line sucks. Well, their O-line didn't suck last year. It was okay. It was better than okay. It was passable. Um, it, the year before, they sucked absolutely terribly. Kelly Bates took over coaching them. They became better in the latter part of the year. And last year they were fairly solid. Where we really failed last year was pressure on the quarterback. Okay, the D-line just did not have penetration. And when you do that, then you allow the quarterback to set up and rip your DBs apart. We picked up four D-linemen. Yep. Two defensive yeah. backs. I mean, our defense got different. Did it get stronger? Did it get better? I hope so. I think so. But it definitely well, gonna, I, I think it it's did. definitely going to look different. I mean, Delvin Bro I mean, is a shutdown corner, isn't he? Yes, he is. So. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they got better. I mean, no doubt about it. We, did, we got better. That's just the fact of the matter. Okay, let's jump over to the losers in the Alberta. We're talking about the Edmonton Elks right now. 
Mind you, Calgary didn't really win too much last year either, but that's beside the point. Edmonton was the bottom of the league. Uh, the league or just at the West? Uh, the so West. Ottawa the bottom of the league was Ottawa. Yeah, okay. So Edmonton Elks picked up Toby Antigua, a defensive lineman, Ed Ganey, a DB. Now, Ed Ganey came over from Saskatchewan. Uh, a defensive lineman, McKenna Henry, national guy. Uh, receiver Kenny Lawler went to Edmonton <laughs> in a bidding war, like three hundred thousand dollars for a receiver. Nobody ever paid three hundred thousand dollars for a receiver. Like, yeah. that's all I can say. Winnipeg didn't, or sorry, Montreal didn't pay half of that for a quarterback. It was like paying 250 for a kicker, okay? Oh, God, yes. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Linebacker uh, Adam Konar came over from the BC Lions. Uh, O-lineman Mark uh, Court, uh national guy. I, I think that was a pretty big signing, wasn't it, for the Elks? He, that was that, a good that, signing, too much. Winnipeg, if I'm... Paid too much? Probably. Uh, yeah. He's he, he no, uh, they didn't I didn't see how much, but he's the highest paid O lineman in the league now. Yeah, they paid too much. Yeah. I'm surprised Chris Jones yeah. did that. And I'm not even gonna try to pronounce this last guy's name, this linebacker. And I don't do not know how you can call him a national with that name. But Somebody want to take a I shot think at it? I think Onyeka. This sounds like one of those global players from Japan. No, he's a national, apparently. Um, he's a national, apparently. I know. I see that. His father so, must have been in a bathroom in Canada. Yeah, uh, exactly. Who did they lose? They lost defensive lineman Matthew Betts. He went over to BC. They lost... Uh, mm. Kwaku Botang. Kwaku Botang. I don't know where he went, but we'll, I'm sure we'll find out. Uh, receiver Greg Ellingson. Who, I, I think Ellingson ended up in Winnipeg, didn't he? Yep. Yep. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, Sam linebacker Derek Moncrief. And uh, they Thank lost you. kicker Sean White. Right. Oh, shucks. Okay. Now, here's the big one. Calgary Stampeders. Who did Calgary Stampeders sign? Nobody. None. Zero. Not a soul. Who did they lose? Well, they lost a DB called Deshaun Amos. An O-lineman, Justin Lawrence. Uh, Defensive back, Richard Leonard. Receiver, Hergie... Myala? Close enough. Yep. They lost the quarterback, Michael O'Connor, to the BC Lions. Yay, go BC. Sorry. Linebacker, Darrell Sankey. And O-lineman, Ucumbra Williams. I think that was a pretty big loss with that, that O-lineman. But we'll see what happens here. Okay. 
what happened in any any comments there? Any comments on the, on, on the Calgary Stampeders or even the Edmonton Eskimos? Because we didn't really do anything on that. Anybody? Well, go ahead. Bueller? Bueller? I think Edmonton got uh, the defense, I think, got a little bit stronger. Uh, it should be a, a stronger offensively, but they just paid way too much for Kenny Lawler. I'd like to thank them because it saved the BC Lions from spending a bunch of ridiculous money on him. And Calgary, well, Calgary doing what Calgary does in free agency, which is nothing. So, and you know what, Edmonton, I, I don't know if Edmonton got stronger because they did lose Kwaku Boateng and Matthew Betts. They're both uh, good defensive linemen, and they're both Canadians. Okay, um, they lost. They lost uh, Derek Moncrief, and he was quite talented too. But as far as Calgary goes, Deshaun Emus, his days were numbered when they were numbered when they re-signed Trey Roberson last year. Justin Lawrence was their sixth offensive lineman. Richard Leonard, he was a starting D back, but he probably liked it better in the East, anyways. Kirgi Mayala was a Second-year Canadian receiver. He was talented, but second-year Canadian receivers are a dime a dozen. Darnell Sankey, obviously he wasn't in he wasn't in Huff's plans because he probably wanted too much money. Eucumbre Williams, that's going to hurt. That's a lot. Not only did he play tackle, but he could also play center. So... But I'm sure Huff's got 12 of those guys lined up in the background anyway. Yeah, he's an American O-lineman, right? So, yeah, time a dozen. Yeah, American. Yeah. So. There's lots of big fat Just, guys in, the, in America looking for jobs. So. Mm-hmm. We watch them walk away from Calgary all the time, right? Derek Dennis has done it twice to fail. Stanley Bryant, we could have kept Stanley Bryant for his whole career, just like Winnipeg, but... Yep. Let him go when he asks for too much money. And that's what that's what Huff does. And I don't I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I always judge the guys that go and once again and I've said this on the show numerous times, is it the player or is it the system? And it seems that Huff takes guys and plugs them into his system and it works. So you know. What can you do? But I still think Huff... Blog Talk kicked me to the curb, so I'm back, guys. Just thought I'd let you know. Huff uh, Huff Mm. kept his nucleus, and he'll add on to that, I guarantee you. Mm. I'm sure he will. What I found interesting about Edmonton was essentially all of... uh, All their signings were uh, essentially guys that Chris Jones brought into the league through Saskatchewan. Almost all of them. <laughs> oh, is that right? He just gathered up his gathered up his boys again. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely yeah. Ed Gainey is his. Yeah. And uh, Antigua is his. Uh, Henry's his. Lawler isn't. Uh, Konar uh, isn't, but he, he played there before. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> but he started in Edmonton. Court isn't. Uh, but I think Otega is the last one. I think was uh, Saskatchewan guy that they all were there when he was there. 
Yeah, and you Which know is why the, I thought it was odd that Moncrief left. I thought Moncrief would stay. You know, there's one of the things we talked about is he didn't try and sign a quarterback because he does not give a fuck about quarterbacks, okay? Or opens whatsoever, okay? No. He's going to stick with – Why with did he the, pay the most money in CFL history for a receiver? Because he's stupid. I don't right. know. He just told me he doesn't care anything about football. Of the offense. But he doesn't. He doesn't. And obviously, like, he does because he, he just set a fucking record. Give, no, no. He doesn't give a shit about offense because who the hell would pay $300,000 for a fucking receiver? Come on. Chris Jones? Beefy Lions. Crazy. No, they were only going to pay two fifty. Plus a signing bonus of forty thousand. Oh, yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that. It was, it was going to be two ninety, and he went to Edmonton for three. That's insanity. Anyways, and you were saying, Christopher, you had comments to make, but we all talked over you, so go ahead. You did. It was very rude. I apologize. Um, I don't know. Sir. I don't remember what I was talking about. What was I talking about? You were talking about Calgary and Edmonton. Uh, I don't know. It was Chris. something about Chris Jones, I'm pretty sure. But anyhow, okay. doesn't matter. We're going to move on. Okay. Um, I got to find. I got to find my thing here. Where were we? We were talking about why does it disappear on me all the time? Oh, motherfucker. Well, did I say that out loud? Hang on, I shouldn't say that out loud. Okay, uh, here we are. Calgary Stampeder, Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan in is Sam linebacker Derek Moncrief. He came over from Edmonton, I think, and linebacker Darnell Sankey from Calgary. So mm-hmm. one of the things I've noticed is a lot of these players are staying in the Western Division. Might be changing teams, but, you know, they the teams are, are, are raping and pillaging Western teams more than they are Eastern teams. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you look uh, at the balance of power in the last few years, you can understand why. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the guys coming in are, are, are staying or coming from the Western Division, but going out, uh, DB Ed Ganey, uh, defensive lineman McKenna Henry, um, where did McKenna Henry go? He he went over to Edmonton, didn't he? Yeah. Yep. Defensive yeah, lineman uh, Micah Johnson, linebacker Nakasi Oniak, uh, running back William Powell. That's an interesting signing, and a defensive uh, linebacker Lucius Purifoy. So William Powell's out of Saskatchewan. Hmm. Okay, Winnipeg. Yeah, big signing was. What was that? He was one of their bright spots on on Saskatchewan's team last year. He was one of their better players. I know. Yes, he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Went back to oh, Ottawa. Next to that, the, the the world's best quarterback, Cody Fajardo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it was our our good friend Phil. Um. I know I want to say Norman. It's not Phil Norman. Is uh, what's Phil's last name? Miller. Phil Miller. Phil Miller. I'm drawing a blank. There you go, Phil Miller. So Phil Miller. It was his birthday the other day, 
and everybody wish him a happy birthday, and which I did. All right, I, I I wished him a happy birthday, and I said, you know, for your birthday, I was trying to get you the DVD of the 2009 Grey Cup game, but it was all sold out. It seems to be very popular with people. And uh, you know what his response to that? He goes, he goes too soon. <laughs> no, it, 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 it was just too soon. Too soon. Come on. Too soon. Come on. Get over it's it. only 13 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ugh. Wow. I think it was, it was a joke, so it's pretty funny. But it was a joke on both of our hearts. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. not convinced. So, you're not convinced it's a joke? Not on his part. You don't think? <laughs> not on his part. Hey, it's too soon. Don't mess with me. Anyhow, it's pretty funny. I still can't believe he hung up on me that time. <laughs> okay, uh, we're with the Winnipeg uh, Blue Bombers here. Their their only signing was Greg Ellingson, quarter our receiver. And they lost receiver Darvin Adams, D lineman Toby, Toby, and Antigua, DB Alden Darby, running back Andrew Harris, defensive back Mike Jones, receiver Kenny Lawler, and defensive lineman Stephen Richardson. Wow! You know they they did lose a few people there. They got raided. And some kind of – well, they were the Grey Cup winning team. They Grey Cup winning teams always get raided. Always. Because they can't yeah, sign everybody. They, but, but, but in reality, who did they lose, really, other than other than Lawler? And in my mind, receivers were diamond dozen. I mean, Andrew Harris, I think his uh, best coordinator well, is fast. 100% yeah. his best before data's passed. Nobody's right. arguing with that. But he's still in day in, day out, one of the best uh, running backs in the league. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. Okay. And, and quite okay, truthfully, so, I would be the best running back in the league behind that offensive line. Okay? <laughs> and, and that's a highly possible, you know? I mean, they did, they did an amazing job for him. And he is a power back, so he just goes up the middle, and they pound him a hole. And good for them. But they did not lose an O-lineman, so they got their O-line back intact, and off they go. So that's, that's the Western division in a wrap. Chris, you got anything to say on this? No, I, I, Winnipeg was uh, – I mean, I think Greg Ellenson's probably a really good signing for them considering they did lose a couple of the receivers. He's a good possession guy, and uh, Zach can get him the ball, right? You know, So I think it was a good pickup, and you, you got to expect the team that wins back-to-back great cups is going to get poached a little bit. That's what's supposed to happen. That's why you're not supposed to be able to repeat all the time. <laughs> so – yeah, no, it was. I it was. It was interesting. They didn't lose as much as what most people, Grey Cup winning teams usually do. No, no, right? no, not at all. No, no. I mean, they did okay. Lost, what seven guys? Uh, most Grey Cup champions lose a lot more than that. Yeah, no, they did pretty good. They did pretty good. 
I was surprised at Steven Richardson, actually. I thought that they would keep him. He was uh, he was pretty impactful in the middle. Yeah, he was. But I guess you can't keep them all because you got the two ends you paid big bucks for, right? So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, and you and you might recognize him more if you know if you uh, his nickname's the Stove. That's what they were calling him on TV and stuff. Yep. Because he's that short that's, little that's square. Right. Like they, they call him the Stove. Yeah. So that clicks into yeah, who he is pretty he's, quick. I, I will just call him a fire hydrant. Yeah, but his actual working nickname is the stove. Yeah, but he was pretty good. He, he, he punched up the middle pretty good. Yeah, he, was, he, he did. Okay, Other than so that, who did? They probably can replace him. Camel. Okay, the first team up is the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, they signed Micah Johnson uh, and a defensive back, uh, Richard Leonard. Both Americans. Uh, who did they lose? They lost receiver Jalon Acklin, running back Jackson Bennett, defensive back Tyrese Beverly, uh, Deep Grow, O lineman Darius Sirocco, D lineman Jagard Davis. They lost Jagard Davis. What's the matter with yep. Quarterback Jeremiah Mazzoli. And defensive lineman Lorenzo Malden. Why did they sign Jagger Davis? Because they no couldn't afford him. No sense to me. They couldn't afford him. Yeah. Probably not. He was, looking, he was looking for money. There's no doubt about it. Delvin, and Delvin so where did he go? Toronto. Toronto. Delvin Bro didn't play last year, so you can't really call him a loss. Okay. No, no, he was retired, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yep. Jeremiah Mazzoli, that means they might have a chance to win a great cup now. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think... He signed in Ottawa. Did, I know. Did you actually just... Did you just think about what you said, or did you just blurt this, vomit this thing up? What do you mean? Well, you said now he he might have a chance at winning a Grey Cup. No, no, I said now they might have a chance at winning a Grey Cup. Oh. Hamilton. Okay. Yeah, Hamilton might win a Grey Cup now that he's gone. Okay. Um, um, yeah, so they did lose some guys, but bottom line, and I say this, I said this to Sparky last week, okay? You guys probably saw the comments. They didn't win the Grey Cup with the team they had, so they, they made changes. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think no, I think uh, I I think Mika Johnson and is it Ted LaRoth, Chris, that, that is the other defensive tackle on Hamilton? Yep. Yeah. I mean yep. that that that's a killer middle for sure, okay? Those guys are both killers, so mm-hmm. I mean I like they got better. Yeah, and Richard Leonard, he's a he's a he's a quality D back. So Yeah. So I I don't have a problem with Ham what Hamilton did. They made they got some turnover and they made some changes and they were in the Grey Cup and they're trying to get back there and uh, and win it. So uh, up the road, up the highway from them. In Toronto, 
they got a defensive back named Deshaun Amos. They got a defensive lineman, Ja'Garrett Davis. They had a running back, Andrew Harris. O-lineman, Justin Lawrence. And linebacker, Winton McManus. And they lost a receiver named Levi Noel. Well, Toronto got better. Yep. Did they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, got, Davis. Oh, they got better. There's no doubt about that. Garrett Davis. And Deshaun Davis. And I think Andrew Harris is an upgrade on what they had uh, running back, too. So I would say that. I can't, I can't even remember what they had. So There you go. My point well, they just made themselves. They they just made themselves uh, far more uh, Calgary East again because four of the five they signed are all Calgary players or ex Calgary yep. players. Yep. Yep. They are. So. Apparently, so Justin Lawrence. Justin Lawrence didn't sign in Calgary because Huffnagel wouldn't promise him a starting job. So. Yep. What are you going to do? Yeah, well, like you said, he's number six anyway. It's not the end of the world. You could yeah. probably draft somebody just hey. as good as that in the end. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing I'm thinking about. The draft is coming up, and there's probably some Canadian receivers in there and some offensive linemen and defensive linemen, for that matter. Yeah. Okay, can we move on to the next team here, which is the Ottawa Red Blacks? And they made the biggest splash by the looks of it in uh, free agency. And, uh, oh, yeah. Because they just – it's just a list. Uh, receiver Jalon Acklin, receiver Darvin Adams, running back Jackson Bennett, D-lineman Kwoku Bokang, O-lineman Darius Casero, uh, DB Ty Cranston, DB Alden Darby, receiver Shaq Johnson, Sam Linebacker, Patrick Levels, QB Jeremiah Mazzoli, defensive lineman Lorenzo Mountain, receiver Levi Noel, running back William Powell, O-lineman Hunter Stewart, O-lineman Yukamba Williams. What fucking position didn't they get, they get players in? Seriously. Mm-hmm. They didn't get a kicker. Can, can somebody remind Chris? They got everybody else. What was what? their record last year? What was their record last year? Oh, I had two and twelve. Okay, so they had to replace the whole fucking team. Okay, and they did. They did close. And they did. Yeah. No. Good. Good on them. I'm not having a problem with this. Uh, here's where I do have a problem. Um, the guys that left, uh, linebacker Frederick. Chargon, lineman Avery Avery Ellis, Ellis. O lineman Mark Fote, and receiver Daniel Peterman. They they didn't lose that many people. They didn't get rid of enough players. Okay, they so stopped, cut they should have gotten rid of a lot more people. <laughs> yeah, but just just because yeah, they're on the team doesn't mean they can't cut them. Okay, right. Oh, I I know, I know, I know, I know. And let's be honest here. If you played for Ottawa last year and you're a free agent, do you really? How many teams maybe really want you? Because you're probably damaged goods now. Montreal. Uh, I don't think you're running out to get. You're not running out to pick up Ottawa players. <laughs> no. 
Well, Montreal did. Well, yeah, I still don't think they addressed their biggest problem. Sorry. Which what? What, quarterback? Yes. They did. The Mazzoli is better what? than what they have. Whatever you think about Mazzoli, he's better than what they had. Is he perfect? No, but he is an upgrade. Yeah, an upgrade from did, Matt Didn't Nichols. Hamilton sign I mean, Dominic Davis? Yeah, somebody, yes. Yeah, somebody it was Hamilton. Did. Was it Hamilton? It was Hamilton, wasn't yep. it? Yeah. Pretty sure. Or was it Toronto? It was one of those two. Hamilton. I thought it was Hamilton. It could have no, been Toronto. No, I'm, pretty, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure it's Hamilton. It's Hamilton. I think it is. I think it is Hamilton. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, they did get a couple of offensive linemen, and they have William Powell back as a running back. So, that part of their game probably got better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Patrick Levels. I think their receivers got better. Pat, Patrick Levels is a decent linebacker as long as he keeps his mouth shut. And, uh, yeah. Ucumbra Williams. They mm-hmm. upgraded their own line a little bit. They got Sakaro. Kwake Boateng is, is a great defensive lineman. Yep. He's insane, but he's awesome. At least we see them trying. I remember last year we were commenting that, you know what, they're not doing much to upgrade their team. They're not doing a lot. Now we can see them actually doing something. Whether it'll be enough or not, I mean, who knows, but at least they're making efforts. Well, I mean, you're looking at the Eastern Division right now, and there's no team there that actually looks like they stink. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't think there's any, you know, out of the three bottom guys, Montreal, Toronto, and Ottawa, and we'll call them the three bottom guys, I don't think any one of them went out and got themselves spectacular. Nope. No. But nope. they all seem to have improved a little bit. Yeah, that I would agree with. We got one team left The Montreal Alouettes With C.B. Tyrese Beveray Beveray Yeah sure why not Linebacker Hedrick Chagon Just just work with me here Okay Okay sorry Defensive lineman Avery Ellis Receiver Herge Mount Malaria? Mayala. Mayala. <laughs> Mayala. Okay. Oh, Mayala. Okay. I like malaria better. Um, DB Mike Jones. So a couple of those guys came over from Ottawa, two or three of them actually, and out they lost Woody Barron. I think they lost him over to BC. Uh, defensive back Ty Cranston. Uh, Sam linebacker Patrick Levels, who went over to Toronto, I believe. And uh, where did my three-down nation go? Oh, there it is. And they lost uh, D-lineman David Menard to BC again. So that's kind of what happened in the first day of uh, free agency. I don't know what actually happened in day two, but that's the majority of them out there. Now, um, let's while we're here, let's jump out of the agenda 
and uh, go talk about who's left. So we're going to jump down to segment four of the agenda and who's left after two days into free agency. Who is left? And is it what's that? Who is left? Oh well, the number one free agent out there right now is Brandon yeah, Banks. Brandon Banks is still left. And then Which some I'm guy named Frankie Williams. Ah, uh, yeah. Ricky Collins Jr. Kenny Stafford. Trumaine Washington. Sergio Castillo. Mm. Surprising uh, that too. Justin and Jordan Herdman Reed. The twins. Uh, Mika Awe is out there, uh, who I'm not a little surprised with a little bit. I mean, I, I actually like Mika Awe. I always have. He he actually came out and said to whatever platform he's going to play out all in his uh, NFL options before he signs or makes any decision with the CFL. That's why he's still on the board. Okay. Okay. Nolan McMillan. Don Unamba, Josh Huff, Cordero Law, Brandon Alexander, uh, Marquise Ambos, Jamar Wall, Riker Matthews, and Deviri Posey. That's who's left there, William. What was that? You asked, I said, that is who is left. You asked who is left? That's who's yeah, left. I, I, I'm surprised that some of these guys are left, but... You know, I mean, eventually they'll sign somewhere, I would think, a lot of them. I mean, Cordero Law had a great season in Toronto. I guess he was probably asking for too much money. So, well, what about Brandon Banks? I'm, uh, yeah. I'm thinking that might be the same thing, too. He might be asking for too much money. Could be. I, I, I thought somebody would have picked him up, but, you know. Me, too. He's yeah, obviously but I think he's not got in a the lot Kenny of Lawler category baggage. Mm. But maybe, but yeah, that. But maybe he thinks he is. Like he might just be holding out for tons of money or retire if he can't get it. I don't know. He, he strikes me as the kind of guy that would do something stupid like that, right? Like maybe yeah, draw a line in the sand and just well, say, you know, I'm not there, playing for less was, than this. Was there any reason? Did they ever come out with any reason why he decided to part company with Hamilton? No, it, it all, all it said was that the team announced they mutually parted ways, and then Bandit, Brandon Banks comes out on Twitter saying that it wasn't mutual and they, they were being jerks and they weren't negotiating fairly and whatever they were talking about. He just came out because, and I mean, let, let was not. He was, still, he was still their marquee player last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and so, like two weeks before that, or a week before that, he said that how much that he wanted to spend his entire career in Hamilton and that he'd like to retire at Cat and he loved the city and the fans, and then they mutually parted ways. Well, when you have an attitude that this is the place you're going to play for the rest of your life, you don't mutually part ways. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. kicked in well, the, the first, ass out the door. The first thing you do... Is you don't tell anybody that because they're gonna shortchange you on your contract, right? Okay? Of course. Yeah. 
Hometown discount. Yeah. He's not the smartest pack in the box. We know that, okay? Oh, yeah. Fact, I'm thinking think Hamilton was just tired of his act. <laughs> yeah, you can only tolerate shit like that for so long. I, I think the one that really ex- Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Um, the the guy that really surprises me on the list is actually Brandon Alexander. I mean, he had a stellar year at safety and packed a wallop coming up in Winnipeg. Um, to him for, for it's got to be a money thing for him too. It's yeah. He's asking more money than what Winnipeg wants could pay because they had to sign they had a a list of players they had to sign and they went and yeah. signed those. That's and, and shot their wad, right? Yeah. hundred percent and and yeah, but maybe when, maybe this guy is, when free agency, is worth it. Yeah. But that obviously he isn't because that's the whole point about the first day of free agency. If he was asking a decent dollar, somebody would have picked him up. But he was an American so. safety right? So he must be asking way too much money. The other one I'm shocked about, Chris, is Jamar Wall, because he's been in Calgary forever. Yeah, but I think this is this, this is the it's time to retire moment of his life. Like I, I think Calgary probably tried to convince him to retire, and uh, I think he thought he still had play time in him. And this is kind of the league telling him, hey, it's time to retire. So I, I won't be surprised if he re, he doesn't sign and he retires. Because I mean he's he's up there like he's been playing a long freaking time for Calgary. Well, yeah, he was right behind uh, what's his name who retired last year, Smith. Right. Yeah. So so you know like and he's played with coaches like Bell and those guys like like I I think it's just the Allen Pitt things uh, Pitts Pitt thing all over again right it's just the subtle it's time to retire nudge I think. Yeah, because I mean, let's face it, how long, I mean, he's been in Stampeder for, I'm going to say, eight, ten years at least. Oh, yeah, it's been, it's, he was the longest serving one, hands down, and, and he's got yeah. to be in his mid, mid to late 30s for a DB. Like, he's 34. 34, so mid 30s. So, I mean, great player, but you know, you just start to lose those steps, and it catches up with you. It does. Well, yeah. yeah. And a lot of times, it can happen quickly. Yeah. yeah. So. But hey, whatever. I mean, I mean, he's been uh, well. He's been there since 2012. So. Yeah. No, it's been it's been the whole. He's great player, but I just think that I I really think that's how it happened. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna guess they didn't offer him a contract, and uh, yeah, because they thought he should retire, and he doesn't think maybe he should. So he just was checking to see what was going to be on the open market, and nobody's bit on him. Nope. Nolan McMillan's kind of okay. a surprise too, but I bet you he wants big bucks because he's in national. Uh, yeah, old lineman. Could be. But he's been pretty solid in Ottawa his whole career. Yeah. 
Go ahead. Nope. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Okay. So we're going back to the agenda now. The Lions are going all in. You're going to have to repeat this because well, well, you, you just completely cut out. Did I? Wow, yeah. That's kind of weird. I said the yeah, Lions are going now. all in with an all-Canadian quarterback. Okay? Like, seriously, when was the last time that this happened? I don't know if it's ever happened in my lifetime. I mean, the last no. starting quarterback, real starting quarterback in the CFL was Russ Jackson. And he's been gone since, what, the 70s? It yeah. hasn't happened in any of our lifetimes. Okay. Did he probably, I don't no. think it ever has happened. Because I think even Russ Jackson probably happened. had an American backup. Yeah. I, I, I don't think this has ever happened. Hmm. Now, is, is this risky for the Lions to do this? I mean, oh, fuck you. it is. It Michael O'Connor was, is not a, 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 a standout backup quarterback in this league, although he nope. did go through the Calgary system, and he did learn a lot in that quarterback camp. So you have to believe that he did. He wasn't a bad quarterback in college. He won the Vanier Cup with the UBC Thunderbirds. Yeah. I mean, but he wasn't American trained. This this was a little bit weird for me. He's not an American trained quarterback. Yeah, unlike unlike Nathan Rourke, who was. One of the things Mm -hmm. is that with Michael O'Connor, he has been signed to a team every year. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. So somebody must see something in him. Oh, yeah. So I, yeah. this is going to be his time to shine because Nathan Rourke, who I, I really like, I, what I saw of him, I really like his poise. I like the way he stood in the pocket and he went through his reads. And you could see his head swiveling from one read to another to another to another. Then he took off or went through his third, fourth read and found somebody open. And, I mean, that's maturity that you don't see in Jeremiah Mazzoli. You don't see that in Dane Evans. You don't see that in, in, in Trevor Harris. You don't see that maturity in, in a lot of quarterbacks, especially Vernon Adams in the CFL. And we saw it in a raw rookie Canadian quarterback. I was impressed with that. That really impressed me last year. Yeah, He didn't like the... He didn't light this place on fire. It was, he wasn't amazing. He wasn't just like, oh, my God, he's the next thing. He's the next Tom Brady. No, I didn't see that in him. I just liked his poise. I did, too. That, that's, what mm-hmm. I think. that's what I like about him. And you know what? If this doesn't work out, okay, I mean, if they wanted to, for example, about the fourth game of the year, they could probably, you know, Try Matt Nichols out of Ottawa, okay, and 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 get him to come in and start. So I'm just saying. So they do have options. Hmm. Not good options, but options. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you could get They'll Trevor ha- Harris out of Montreal if you needed to, right? I mean, all you yeah, have hopefully. to do is get a hold of Trevor Harris's uh, agent and say, uh, request a trade to BC. 
will up your contract by seventy thousand dollars. Hundred grand or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred grand, whatever, right? Yeah, I think that that's uh I'm content with what BC did. I'm happy mm-hmm. with it. Am I ecstatic? No. Um, is there some big question marks? Yes. Yeah. Is it a, a show me? Let's uh, wait and see. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But you know what? I'd be more upset. I mean, I'd be more upset with them if they had to spend three hundred thousand dollars on Kenny Lawler. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. You, you and me both, brother. Never before have I wanted the Lions to lose out on a player so much. Uh, there's, there's been a couple, but yeah. No, I know what you mean, Charles. 300 grand for Let Kenny Lawler was stupid. What does the guy he think? He's a quarterback or something? We had two or three of the top four receivers in the league last year. Two of the top four. And that's what I... We didn't need three of the top four. And that's what I kept thinking. I'm thinking to myself, they bring in Kenny Lawler. He's probably coming in at the number three receiver. You're going to give him $300,000? I don't think he would be coming in as number three receiver. I think Brian Burnham would be the number three guy. Really? Uh, maybe. But I don't know. Anyways, it didn't happen. So, yeah, yep. DC, there's question, there's question marks there. Thankfully, there's question marks happen. there for sure. There's question mm-hmm. marks there for sure, but hey, whatever. 100%. But you, you know what? I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about the BC Lions and their prospects for this year, Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I am optimistic. I'd like to see what Nathan Rourke's taught and what he can do and what he can do with the receivers that they can caught. Because, I mean, they got uh, Rhymes in there. They got Burnham. They got Whitehead. I, I mean, they don't have a bad receiving core. Yeah, they're giving them, they're giving them, the, they're giving them the tools. Yeah. 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 They're, I would have seen an alignment or two on the on the uh, signing list there. Okay, I would have. You know, I would have liked to see a replacement for Hunter Stewart. But so be Nolan it. McMillan, go get Nolan McMillan. Yeah. Okay. Andrew Harris, most outstanding player. Was he the out, most outstanding player last year? Or was it Zach Caleros? It was Caleros, wasn't it? Caleros. So he, was, yeah. he was the most outstanding player the year before, was, 2019. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, that's right. And he was the MVP of the Grey Cup. And he, yep. that yep. was the year he also got busted for steroids. Also correct. But he was I, I, I got told to let it go, to, to, to stop bringing <laughs> that up. Why? And I'm going, I don't know. And it was by a BC Lions fan, too. But there's, there's some women on the BC Lions Facebook page or that 
Let's Talk BC Lions, who just abs- doesn't matter what I say, they absolutely fucking hate it. They lose their minds. Um, so it, 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 it is irrelevant. But I got nothing good to say about Andrew Harris. I just never, I've never liked the guy, even when he was young. He was the best uh, running back in the league. Well, he was in BC for a long time while he was in BC and for a long time when he was in Winnipeg. Without question, he was one of the best receivers or running backs in CFL history as a Canadian. Okay? Yep. Hard to argue that statement. Okay? Absolutely not. And I know uh, William and I went toe-to-toe on John Cornish versus Andrew Harris. And I, you know what? I, I defended Andrew <laughs> Harris right, left, and center, and I still will. He was a better running back. But as a person, man, I got soggy dish rags that have better personalities. I, I don't like the man personally. He's an arrogant little prick. Geez, CJ, tell us exactly what you think. Yeah, you're going to get in trouble for that one, but you're not, you're not yeah. lying. So he, you're not lying. I'm not lying, no. no. And he lands in Toronto. I heard they have a... He's going to be an Argonaut. He's probably got a larger larger list of people you get roids from in Toronto, so just saying. Well, you see, his personality kind of fits in with Toronto. Yeah, it does. With the city. It does. Absolutely. I think he's going to be at home in Toronto. I think this is a good move for not only Andrew Harris, but the Toronto Argonauts. How can it be a bad thing for them? Okay, unless he actually gets hurt again or comes up, he just gets old real fast and he's just done. Okay? But I don't think he is. He now has to, he, he's going to come out and prove to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers that he was, they, they shouldn't have got rid of him. Now, here's the problem with that concept there. Toronto, for some reason, and I don't understand why, does not play in Winnipeg this year. Yeah, I don't get. I don't know why that is. I guess it's his unbalanced schedule or whatever. I don't know. It's stupid. It, it, that's never happened before. Every team plays in every other stadium. Okay. And then there's some extra extra games that happen in, in the Eastern Division and the Western Division because there's more things that happen there. But you get to play with everybody else's stadium. And everybody plays in your stadium. That's always been that way. But no, this year they're not going to Winnipeg. Weird. So Very. There will be no homecoming for Andrew Harris this year. We'll see what happens. Okay. Chris, what do you think of Andrew Harris going to Toronto? Not Andrew Harris himself, I agree. because we've already talked about that. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a good fit. It's a good, it's a good move. A bit of a surprise. I think that nobody predicted he'd land there. I think there was a lot more uh, heavily discussed rumor places for him. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, and I, I don't – I like Foster, too, who's there, right? So they should actually have a decent running game. Um, yeah, we'll see. 
But uh, I think you're right. I think he's going to have a really good year, especially when he plays Winnipeg. Because <laughs> that's the kind of player he is. He's yeah. going to want to prove that he's still an elite guy. 100%. 100%. I mean, there was rumors that BC was trying to get Andrew Harris. Yeah. Okay? I wouldn't have been mm-hmm. disappointed with that because I believe that the BC Lions need a running back. And the problem with the BC running game, which I'm always talking about BC because they're my team, for the last 10 years we've had nothing but scat back. These little itty-bitty little players. Little small guys. And we don't, have a, we don't have an O-line that will open up a hole for them. So you need a power back like Andrew Harris who makes his own hole up the middle, just gets going and those legs are driving and off he goes. So it would have fit our team better to have a, a power back, whether it's Andrew Harris, William Powell, I don't care who. Somebody. Okay? But having Stefan Logan and uh, the, who's the other little guy that we had? Charles Roberts. No, no, y- yes, but no, we had some. Stephen, who's the guy Stephen we had last year? Oh. Stephen Logan? Chris yeah. Rainey? Yeah. Oh, Chris Rainey. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's still a free agent. Okay. So let's just cruise along here and see what's going on. So Andrew Harris in Toronto. William, do you think that's a good thing for Toronto? Yeah, I don't like Toronto. So, yeah, they can have Andrew Harris. Yeah. So much. It It, it is kind of is there. He, is he, is he going to be I, the next pinball? Not a chance. He's an arrogant Well, no, they're different so. receivers. He's Pinball's that little scat back. Yeah. So that's how he got the name, Pinball. It's going all over the goddamn place. Okay. We did segment four, which is who's still out there and, and are they in danger of not being signed? Oh, my God, yes. Brandon Banks. <laughs> that, that's so funny. I just love that one. Uh, Trevor Harris ends up back in Montreal for the for much less than what the Owls were offering him, or or he was supposed to get with the Owls. Anything else? One hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, and with a twenty thousand dollars, including a twenty thousand dollars signing bonus. So they, he's going to make one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. That's it. This is not tier one quarterback money. He ends up signing behind Vernon Adams as a tier two, receiving tier three money. He cannot be happy with himself right now. William. Well, Trevor Harris, Montreal. You know what? You're an Owls fan. Uh, like I said, they have the best the best back combo in the CFL right now. So, I mean, I don't know. Nathan Rourke, Michael O'Connor, come on. Yeah, okay. sure. Um, um, or, or think about it, Jane Evans and Dominic Davis. <laughs> um, 
You know what? $125,000 for six months' worth of work is still a pretty good living. Okay? It's not what he was yeah. making. But he's also probably not going to get beat up that much because he's not going to start. Or maybe... Vernon maybe Adams wasn't Vernon, there half the season or more. Yeah, but maybe maybe Vernon Adams gets better because he's got someone to push him. Okay? And uh, so... Yeah, it's uh, I mean, I still think he could have started in BC. I still think he could have started in Edmonton. Edmonton. I still think he, I still think he could have started in Ottawa, Toronto. Well, no, I like McLeod Bethel. Sorry. Um, I don't. But yeah, better than Harris. Yeah, other places he could have started, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I obviously it wasn't in the cards, so he got another job, and maybe, may, you never know, maybe the guy will be better as, hey, let's face it, he was better as a relief guy in Ottawa when Henry Burris was ahead of him. So maybe that's maybe that's his strength. You never know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the end of our talk on free agency. Is there anything else that you wish to bring up? Charles did find two things that were not free agent related, and that's all we got left for 50 minutes. So what else what free agency uh, bothered you or were you happy about or you know surprised what? the shit out of you? I, I tell you, I tell you what, what bothered me, and a couple of people brought it up on Facebook, and, and it was a good idea. If you've ever watched, and I understand the CFL is not the, the NHL. If you ever watched the NHL, okay, trade deadline day, they have massive coverage, okay? They got guys on the desk talking about things all day long, and it brings up, you know, hockey. Why couldn't they have done that with the CFL? Get those guys on TSN that talk about, that are on the normal CFL podcast, just for a day. It would have brought excitement to the CFL. But for some reason, we just don't fucking promote this thing, okay? Because I would have been glued to it all day. I promise you. I agree. You know? But I don't argue with you. Some... I, I remember going back free agency, going back, uh, what, four? No, it's going to be five or six years ago where I was at the, the wine store, and I sat on there, and I, it, when Justin Dunk was releasing tweets before the, the – the, that was draft day. But you oh, know the dra- I mean? that was it, draft day. I remember free, that. Free agency was, was important, and I sat for like 10 hours in front of my computer at the wine store and, and just – non-stop just posting trade uh, posting signings posting signings posting signings and everybody they were getting like three four hundred likes on these signings everybody was glued to their computer because that's the only way that they could get any information about free agency was coming from mm-hmm. our facebook group 
I mean, I had multiple screens up with different Twitter accounts, and, you know, I had all the Farhan and, and Dave Naylor and all these guys' Twitter accounts up. So anytime that news broke, I was the first one to get it, and it, I posted it right away. And it's just like everybody came to Let's Talk CFL for, for free agency information. That's what TSN should be doing. Yeah, and the thing is, TSN's got five different channels. And TSN is the main television partner of the CFL, so why not plug this? And they own a fucking team. Yeah. So why not have at least one channel dedicated to that? Something has to change. I mean, what quarterback was it? I think it was a quarterback that was recently asked, what, what could the CFL do differently in, to promote the game in America? Was it Chris Trevler or was it somebody else or who was it? And they came up with a whole pile of different things and his Twitter account got deleted. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't actually. It, it, it was actually it wasn't Chris Traveler. I, I I'm almost thinking it's Vernon Adams. Hmm. Anyhow, not the point. Okay, so. Is there any reason to think that the revamped USFL poses any threat to the CFL? Well, you know, everybody says the sky is falling because the XFL and the USFL are coming live next year. And, oh, my God, the CFL, all the players are going to leave the CFL. And, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Well, here's the way I look at it. There's 10,000 Division I NCAA players graduate every year. The, CF, the NFL, the N- National Football League, takes up about 150 of them. The next 150 are up for grabs. Next yeah. 300, next 500. There's 10,000. Yeah, do you you know what's the difference between a four five, uh, a four five six and a four five five in the hundred yard dash? About forty thousand dollars, but I mean it, mm-hmm. it, it, it it's one one hundredth of a second. Who cares? You know, so the guy's number two, big deal. I'll take number two any day when it's that good. Am I worried about the USFL taking the CFL players? No. Are they going to take some of the named players? Sure they are. And let them. So what? You can't – I mean, no different than them, the NFL taking players from us. Okay? Just let them go. Goodbye. Wish them well. Move on. And who else do we have? Because there's no shortage of fucking football players in North America. So I am not worried about the USFL one iota. Does that answer the question? Chris, 
What do you think? Is this going to devastate the CFL? No. I agree with you. I always have. All these times these leagues start up, I mean, it's a numbers thing, and it's a different game, and it's, uh, yeah, like, I mean, you're going to, they're going to take some names because they're going to pay them bigger bucks or whatever, or they get to go play in the States, or they get to play closer to home, but, you know, it's, it's like, you know, it's kind of like looking at who went over from the NFL or NHL to the WHA when it started, right? They got the Golden Jet. That was their big name, but, you know, Frank Mahovlich, but it never is going to totally affect the league. So, no. So, no, no worries. I'm not worried about it. And you know what? So many of these people are trying to get into direct competition with the NFL that, you know, what's their chances of success anyway? So, you know, if, if the XFL or the USFL came public and said that we're in direct competition with the CFL, we're going to try to take their market away from them, I'd be concerned. Because there's a good possibility sure. that they could do that. But they're not. They're trying to compete with the NFL, and the NFL is going to push them like a fucking bug. Yep. I mean, show me one of the never does. Yeah. I was just gonna say, show me one of these startup leagues that uh, lasts more than a year, and then I'll maybe take them seriously. Because these guys come in. We saw the last two being the AAF and the XFL, and neither one of them lasted a full season. They both went bankrupt before the season even ended. So. Until I see one of these teams or one of these leagues that actually, you know, uh, is able to last a full season, then I'll take them more seriously and maybe think they're more concerned. But right now, I mean, it's just the same old, same old. I, I, I have a problem looking at it that way. And only because you're, you're not you, – I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. What I, one of these leagues is going gonna, is gonna to make it, okay? And then we can't say, oh, yeah, well, they're not going to survive. They're not going to do this. They're not going to do that. Well, and one of them's going to do that. One of them is going to survive. Don't know when. Might not be these two. Might be another one 10 years from now, whatever. But another league is going to survive. And you, ha- you, you, you just got to say, yeah, well, too bad. I believe in the numbers game. I look at numbers. And when you have 10,000 potential players per year, there better be 40 different leagues starting before I start to get worried. It's just not. It's not something we should be concerned about. Personally, that's, that's my fair. opinion. William. Yes. USFL. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I don't care about the USFL. I, 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 I honestly, 
I honestly hope they survive. It'll it'll take some heat off the CFL, and maybe maybe not as not as many players are going to go to the NFL from the CFL. Yeah, maybe we're going to be able to keep our guys. It depends on on what the USFL is paying. Okay, let's face it. I mean, it is what it is. So, I mean. The XFL, they, they basically said that they're paying their players better than the CFL. The AAF, right. or whatever, AFLL, I mean, shit, man. They were, like, marginally better than indoor. Uh-huh. I mean, nobody wanted to leave the CFL to go there, but the XFL was a different ball game. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, uh... Rudy Peterson just sent me an article on uh, on Andrew Harris, and I just posted it on the on our chat room. Quite an interesting article. So Rudy about, Peterson is talking to you, but not me. Oh my God, I feel hosed here. Well, yeah, but I didn't realize this till a few minutes ago. I used to talk to Rudy Peterson on Messenger all the time, and uh, yeah, so, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, this article about Andrew Harris, it's very interesting. Very interesting. So, you guys should all read it. It's its its about his attitude, apparently. So, so what, Pro or con? Um, what was that? Because Rudy Peterson was con. listening to us. Rudy Peterson was listening to us, and he sent me a text that said, Check this out when you have a chance. Just shows he always was arrogant. So he's obviously listening to us right now because we did say Andrew Harris is arrogant. He's an arrogant and, prick, no doubt in my mind. Well, yeah, and I've I've heard that, and and he has his little his little gang that he hangs out with in Winnipeg. But basically, what the article says is that he didn't start off well last year. Because um, he split with his wife and he moved his daughter into a new house and he came to camp out of shape and him, him and O'Shea clashed a little bit and he uh, had a conversation with O'Shea at the end of this later on after they all went on vacation after the Great Cup and he didn't think he was in Winnipeg's plans because O'Shea didn't like his attitude last year, so there you go. You can't you can't piss off the okay. coach. So the, the only thing I gotta say is Andrew yeah. Harris drives a Polaris Prowler. A what? Do you know what that is? No, a Polaris I no Prowler. I have no idea. It's one of those three wheeled motorcycles that's half car, half motorcycle. Oh. It's got a rear wheel at the back and two in the front. But you still, and but it's you got a fiberglass body on it. But you still have to wear a helmet in there, right? Okay, now I know what you're talking and about. It's going yeah. to be the gayest thing ever, okay? There's no way. I mean, there's two, two companies out there that make a three wheeled motorcycle the, the Can Am, which actually looks like a motorcycle with two front wheels. And yeah. and then there's then there's this Polaris that looks like a Corvette or some plastic thing in the front, and it's huge, and it's got this wheel in the back. It, it's absolutely yeah, gay. I've seen it. I've seen and he's it. I've got seen it painted it with his 
30, number 33 on it, okay? Uh-huh. And I remember going a long time ago doing one of those personality type of tests and things like that, and the yep. people who have personalized license plates are considered poodles because all they do is yap in your face, okay? And they just don't I shut see. up. And Okay. And... And to me, anybody who is going to paint their football number, their jersey number, on the side of their car, that's worse than a personalized license plate. <laughs> Way worse. Don't like the man. Okay. He, he really put his number on his car? Yes. Yes, he did. Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> you didn't see that? You didn't know that? I did not see that. Uh, someone that wants attention. <clears throat> well, you know, I mean, hey, come on. You can't, <laughs> whatever, whatever. If you're going to take all that time out of your life to do those steroids and get all pumped up and shit, you want people to know. Come on now. Give the guy a break. You want, as you want to drive around the you want to drive around your Polaris Prowler, you know, with with a uh, with a uh, with a with your sleeves cut off, your T-shirt flexing your muscles, man. Come on, because he's looking for a new uh, he's looking for a new uh, a new car or a new woman, I guess. I just I just sent you guys a picture of his Polaris Prowler, thanks to Rudy Peterson. So what? it is pretty cool. Yeah, it I was is pretty gonna... cool. I was just going to send you this picture. It is pretty cool looking. uh, Sorry, Charles, did you say what? What? What did you say? Did you just say it's kind of cool? It is is kind of cool looking. Well, I did too, yeah. No. I mean, I... No, it's fucking gay. (laughs) (laughs) And is that your... That is your honest opinion, Christopher Jones. Come on. Didn't you see me? Didn't you see me in there with my nice shoes? With a helmet on. Didn't you see me in there with my nice shoes? Nobody's gonna put on a helmet and drive down this thing. No, I've seen guys in Calgary wearing helmets in this thing, okay? And full and full and full motorcycle leathers, okay? Yeah. It's it's extremely gay. No. Yes. Yes. Okay. So thank you. you we, well, at least William is agreeing with me here. Charles thinks this is a cool car, dude. We we need to talk. Well, it does. It does have its, you know, it's uh, it's pretty cool. I like it. I think it's lame really? to put your number on it. Yeah, I do too. Hundred percent. And I would probably paint it red. Okay. Well, he's got it painted Winnipeg Blue Bomber colors. What's he, yeah, he going to change that. it, or is he going to? What, what's he going to do with this now? He's now a Toronto Argonaut. Yeah. Is it now going to go double blue? He's yeah, going to go to Toronto, and now he's going to whine and cry for a sponsor to to paint his his motorcycle. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But hey, whatever. Well, you can't I mean, leave seen, it in Winnipeg. I've seen put it in storage sure. until Come you on. get back. Yeah. Uh, got it. It's so in Winnipeg. It's probably in storage for friggin' nine, eight, ten months of the year anyway. 
Yeah. Yes. When are you going <laughs> to drive the like, thing? <laughs> this looks like something that real bikers <laughs> would laugh at once it re- rolled away. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm doing yeah. right now, Charles. <laughs> you know what's really scary about that, though? Is that Alberta will allow you to take your motorcycle li- license in one of those and then your license to drive a two-wheel if you choose to do so. But you didn't test on a two-wheel. You tested on a three-wheel. That's you know, a little weird. And I, I was still talking to Rudy Peterson. Just so you know, he said, told me to tell Christopher that, you know, if you just change the gold 33 to a baby blue 33, you'll fit in perfectly with Toronto. That's true. Right. Well, okay. Let's do something. Let's do something here, just for the sake of argument here, and go Argonauts roster. Okay, we're over at the Argonauts roster. Do 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 do. do. They've got their roster lists Andrew Harris, and they gave him number thirty-three. I was just wondering if somebody else had it. No. Do you think you would accept that? (laughs) Yeah, that was probably in the contract, man. (laughs) Yeah, nothing to no go. If there was a thirty-three, he'd have taken it away from him. Hey, Chris, Calgary also has it. Pre-signed anti-leader yet this year, eh? No, and my kid's heartbroken. That was one of his favorite players, but uh, oh, I don't know. Right? But they haven't they haven't signed all three of them. Powers hasn't signed. Like, like, no, like Powers, Powers hasn't signed. signed. Powers signed today. Did he? Okay. Today. Yeah. So yeah, he did. I, I'll be surprised if he leaves, but if he does, he'll go back east. I'm assuming. I don't know. But yeah, my uh, Connor. Uh, Connor loves them because they, they they had the same nickname and stuff. So, okay, that was like that's the position he played when he was playing, and he had long blonde hair, and they called him Thor too. And it was yeah, he was he was quite smitten with uh, Lee Trey. I see. I see. Nickname Thor. Mm-hmm. Long blonde hair, blue. My grandson's name is oh it. My grandson's name is Odin. Odin. Do you know who Odin yeah. was? Yeah, he's God. He's the father of all gods. He's Thor. Oh, I Daddy. thought he was Thor's oh, father, father, right? I thought he was the father yeah, of father. cotton candy. Christopher. I thought he was the like father of cotton candy or something like that. Father of cotton candy. <laughs> William's just being a dick, and he's yes, yeah, fucking good at it, okay? He is very good at it. <laughs> he's very, very good at it. Speaking of good at it, did you know, did, what happened in B.C. yesterday? Did they, did they lift any of the restrictions yet in B.C.? No, apparently oh, you they, shut they up, held a... Br- you shut up, William. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, keep your, your, okay, stay there with you and your freedom. Um, no, apparently they're going to lift some next week. 
We'll oh, see okay. what happens next week. Okay. Meanwhile, Alberta's like, yeah, do whatever the hell you want. We don't care anymore. So, not quite. Not so, quite. It, no, 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 I'm just kidding. The only reason why Alberta lifted all the restrictions is because Jason Kinney wants to run for the leader of the Conservative Party, the federal Conservative Party. And yeah, but you'll never, he can't you'll do never that. Get nominated. You'll never get nominated for that. No, no. Pierre's going to win that one. I hope Pierre does win that one because he's actually fairly articulate. So, oh he, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he so, comes out with paragraphs, and, and Trudeau's looking at him with a stunned look in his face, and comes out with one or two word answers that have nothing Pierre, to do with Pierre, what Pierre, Pierre asked. Looks at, Pierre looks at everybody in this stunned look. Okay, give me a break. Justin he's looks great. at everybody with a stunned look. Not Pierre. Pierre knows what the fuck well, he's doing. Yeah, I call him. I call him Pierre Junior. Okay. But in reality, he couldn't carry his father's skate bag. So, anyways, and his father's Fidel. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that means his mother was a whore. Oh my god. Oh, but fuck, we know that. Maggie was everything. I think he fucked. She fucked the entire band of the Rolling Stones one night, didn't she? Christopher, you can't say that on our podcast. People are going to get offended. I just did. I just did. Really? That's like the that's like the only the like the thirtieth most offensive thing we've done on this podcast. People are going to get offended by that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, people will say we're getting we're getting we're mellowing out. I mean, did you guys see? I mean, seriously, I I said Andrew Harris's motorcycle was gay. I mean, I figured I'd get some shit for that one. Did you see the video of Pierre Jr. announcing that there wasn't going to be sales of some kind of weapon in Canada? And and as he's saying it, it flashes to another guy on another video saying, too bad this motherfucker didn't go skiing with his brother in 1998, okay? That's terrible, but I'm sorry, it was funny. But it's 100 percent true. Yeah, absolutely. 100 percent true. Anyways, I I don't know what to say. I mean, this country's messed up. So here's the problem: is is that the the prairie provinces know that these truckers are all going to come home. Okay, eventually they're going to come home. One way or the other, they're coming home. So they're going to go roll through the prairie provinces and create cause havoc wherever they're going. So they're going to lift all the restrictions right now so that the, when the truckers come through, they, they, they got nothing to bitch about. So they're just going to go straight through. But you know why it's not going to work in BC? Do you know why that kind of threat doesn't work in BC? This is where we end. <laughs> what do you mean? No, it's not where we end. BC ferries. We can't get all those trucks over to Victoria. Mm-hmm. The province will just shut down the ferry. They'll limit the amount of trucks that go on it. They'll say you can't go on there with a trailer. And then moving a truck and a trailer costs $1,000. So they literally can protect Victoria. 
I think we should all show up at Dr. Bonnie Henry's winery in, in, in the Soyuz. I, I, I'm game. I'll, I'll go fire up the truck and get going. Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah, so yeah. done with all of this stuff. It's not funny. So I just they they oh, listen. Oh, I just wanted to, to go away. Just put it to they bed. Li- they put listen, it to bed. They listed they listed the passport mandate in Alberta today. So so I I, I still can't go to the pub here. Well, yeah, because we still have the mandate. Yeah, you can come to Calgary, Christopher. We'll give you a beer. You don't drink beer. We'll give you a, a or whatever. We'll give I, you a tea or something. I, actually, I, I was not feeling very well the other day. I was kind of hurt. My back was sore. My knees are sore. You know, I'm just getting old. And uh, so I came home, took three a leave, and I drank a bottle of Italian wine. And it was the first time I drank a whole bottle of wine on my own in a long time. I used to drink three or four of them and still be able to drive. But, uh, yeah, not anymore. I was kind of goofy. Yeah. You thought you were still able to drive after four bottles of wine, right? No, I know mm-hmm. I, I have, and I've actually been pulled just, over. Just just like I thought I could drive when I drank tequila shots, okay? Tequila's a little different, brother. Tequila's no, a little different. Oh, yes, it is. I used to drink it when... I used to drink it when drunk driving was a sport, okay? So, yeah. Okay. we got 20 Anyways. minutes left in the show. Where do you guys want to go now? Chris. Football. What, Let's what talk about football. What you like to talk about? What to talk about football? Football. What kind of football? Stan Peters announced their coaching staff. Any surprises? Well, yeah, there's the new you know what? linemen. Go ahead. The which? Who did they put there, Will? Do you know? What? Pardon me? Do you know who they made the new D-line coach? Do you know who is the new D-line coach? Say that again. Do you know who the new D-line coach is? He's the old new D-line coach. How does that sound? Brown. Okay, he was here 2008-2010. Um, Cornell Brown okay. is back as the Calgary Champions staff. He is going to be the defensive. Yeah. I just said that. Yeah. Is there an echo, echo in here? Echo, echo, echo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop it. Okay. Go ahead, talk. I'll be quiet. No, it's fine. I just told you who it was. Yeah. You, you, you blurted it out like it was an epiphany or something. He was he was quite good when he was here before, apparently. So, hmm. long time away. Yeah, but no, I I, I don't like. But, I, there's never ever any really big turnovers except for people that leave for to move up the chain and. And, uh, you know, like, uh, it's the whole organization, right? I mean, whether they pick an ex-player or somebody that, you know, they the top so structured and the organization's so set that if you don't fit, you're not going to be there. So whoever they bring in is usually probably going to work out. So, um, 
no big surprises with the, the staff. I, I, I'm not a big – I don't really follow the coaching staff stuff too much for any team, to be honest with you. So, Sean Lemon re-signs with the Stamps? I was, I was surprised about that, actually. I figured he was going to move on. He must not have got offered any big money. Rakeem Wilson signs with the Stamps. Mm-hmm. Brown comes back. Uh, ooh, la, la. DJ joins Stampeder. DJ Lalama? Yeah. That's their big uh, free agent signing today. Okay. And, 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 oh, here's a story that's worth it. Five hours ago, you know, you know the fat chick on the horse? She signs a lifetime extension. <laughs> That's because Toronto said they had signed them away. <laughs> Those two were going back you know, and forth on did? Twitter today. Yeah, to- Tor- Toronto's like, well, we've signed Quick Six. We signed another Calgary uh, free agent. Uh, okay, and this is what happened. Okay, so Quick Six Calgary, signed lifetime Calgary, extension. Yep. And Charlie Powell from Okotoks. That's the one I missed. Charlie, Charlie yeah, he, Power. 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 Yes. Did I say Powell? It's Power. Yes. He did. Yes. Power. Yeah. Yeah. He missed the entire 2021 season with an Achilles tendon injury. That's a great yeah. name, too, by the way, Charlie Power. Yeah. So that needs two fullbacks that haven't signed yet, then that have been there for a while. But well, and if you count Calvin McCarty too, but he's not going to be re-signed. He wasn't going. He wasn't. They signed him last year. He hardly played last year, anyways. Yeah, he was in insurance policy. Yeah, I guess so. Well. I guess we'll see what happens this year in the CFL. Anybody have predictions who's going to be on top? Winnipeg? Hmm. I don't know if it'll be Winnipeg. I, I, I do. I think you've got to feel – yeah, you got to feel solid that they're probably going to be uh, – I think they're going to be first in the West just based off probably speed out of the gate and comfort and – they didn't lose a lot. They got the experience. I think what will happen to them is they'll go into the – they might potentially, you know, lose – they're going to lose in the playoffs to the Great Cups like Calgary did every other year when they were the best in the West. They're just yeah, – everybody's going to catch up to them. There's going to be a full season to get up to speed. And, yeah, I just uh, – a three-peat, I'm, I'm not going to ever predict a three-peat. That would be too crazy if it actually happened. But uh, I, I can definitely predict they might be top of the West for sure. Just because they're going to be rolling you, you past the side to, of the gate. You have to believe that they're the favorite to to win the Grey Cup this year. I would say so, yep. yeah. Yep, yep. It, I'm gonna, it, you know, I, I'm looking at the other teams. And there's no other team in here that I can say, okay, yeah, I think they're, they're Grey Cup contenders right now. No team, and certainly not a Western team. You look at Saskatchewan versus Winnipeg. Look at Edmonton versus Winnipeg. Look at Calgary versus Winnipeg. 
Look at BC versus Winnipeg. Every one of those things you're going to you're going to pick Winnipeg. Yep. Cuz you're you're an idiot if you do, if you don't. And I don't want you on my podcast. <laughs> Cuz we don't deal with idiots. I mean, you, you, you seriously, Winnipeg has to be the solid favorite. So the I, question I, is, I just, who's number 2? Well, I decided this year I'm going to have some fun. I just ordered my Are you ready? You sitting down, Christopher? Are you sitting down? Great Cup tickets for Saskatchewan? No, I just ordered my uh, Stampeders jersey. Okay. Oh, a my jersey. good Lord. Yes, because I'm, I'm going to go to Winnipeg for the Winnipeg Bomber game in August because i got a wedding to go to that weekend in Winnipeg, and I'm going to see if I can get in trouble, okay? Pretty simple. All right, what, are you, what are you putting on the back of the jersey? <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna put Hunchak on the back of the jersey. Oh, are you? Yes, yes. That's interesting. We have a whole we have a whole group of people in our section that all have Hunchak jerseys. Okay, so because his dad sits right in my like two rows away from us, so yeah, no, so, no, yeah. no, hey, that, no, I it's great. I have no problem with that. Yeah. Well, no. And it was funny because I was thinking of buying a jersey last year and I was going to put Cumbre Williams on the jersey because he's got my number when I played football, but I'm glad I didn't because he's not a fucking stampede. No, he's gone now. So, so, yeah, and I, and I, I got my... I can't bring myself to doing that. I've got my custom-made stampede runners now, okay, so I'll wear those two. <laughs> okay. And your Caprice? No, I, I. Well, they're not Caprice, Christopher. You, you, you don't, you don't, you don't get certain things. They're long shorts, my friend. Sorry. Um, did I? I did show you. Long guys, shorts are called Caprice. I did show you guys my stamp shoes. Did I not? Did I put yes. that on here or not? Yes. Okay. They're pretty cool. Long time ago. They're pretty cool. So, and yeah, I'll see if uh, somebody wants to like harass me or anything. Because I like having conversations <laughs> with people from Winnipeg. Well, you're gonna have to go find Jared. Well, no, I, I already <laughs> talked to Mark. I talked to Mark about taking me to the to the tailgate party that the, that the Chases have. And I'm sure Todd Mogi will yeah. be there. Mind you, he's disappeared off the face of the earth. I haven't seen him on anything lately, so. Oh, I have. Um, have you? Well, okay. He's been in Facebook jail. Oh, has he? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He's constantly. He, he's in Facebook jail more than I am. Oh, okay. Mind you, I almost got shut down for 30 days the other day. Did you see that? Yeah, I made some I comment did. about the co- the convoy, and they 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 shut my account down, and I appealed it and won the appeal. They said, "Oops, we made a mistake." Yeah, well, hey, it's it's great to admit when they make mistakes sometimes, eh? Yeah, I, I do have a question for you on Todd Bogey here, just because I really don't pay attention to anything else that's not let's talk. But he started that that other Facebook group, which was called. Um, uh, CFL chatter, right? 
and then he took the Let's Talk Winnipeg Blue Bombers group and turned it into Winnipeg Blue Bombers Chatter. Does the CFL Chatter, did, did that group do anything? Is it still around? Because I haven't seen it. I can't even find it. I don't, I don't know. I'm pretty I sure it's still around. I would never be on a group that Todd Mogi is on, so so just saying. Um, you know what I mean? CFL well, see, Chatter. The only thing that I, I can find is CFL Chatter, and it's a yeah, cafeteria. It's, it's, still, it's still on. Cafeteria? It's, it's Christopher, it's still on. He's got a whopping 912 members. And so, yeah, it's still there. Then he's blocked me. Oh, has he? <laughs> he, he must have and blocked I, me because I can't find it. It says there's, it says there's 10 posts a day. And, uh, yeah, there you go. So Mark, Mark Wettall was on it. Um, so... Who, who, who's the admins in there? Because one of them, one of them blocked me, and I'm pretty sure it wouldn't have been caught. Dar- Darcy Berger is on it. Oh yeah. Okay. I lost my shit on him the other day. That would keep me out of that group them, as well. I called him okay. a fucking goof or something. Yeah, well, isn't that kind of personal? Yeah. Well, it wasn't on a on a face on a, a football thing. It was on one of my one of my posts about the convoy, and he he lost his shit and started giving me all this COVID information that was so stupid it was ridiculous. So I just I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, and Charles Cliff is on there as well. So Charles Cliff, yeah, I know, and he's he's, he's off making comments on the chatter group, the Winnipeg one. I mean, Charles, you mm-hmm. traitor. I don't post anything original. I just uh, post uh, responses when people say something stupid, which happens a lot in that page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really dislike and I didn't even join it. I was just added really, to it. I really dislike this Brett Smalls guy as well, okay, who's on that page. He's a bit of a moron. Did I say that out loud? Sorry. You did. Inside voice. Inside voice. Uh, uh, why? 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 You don't do it. So I don't lie. So. Yep. Yeah, one so, yeah, of us has so to do it. There. Yeah, it's still there. It's still there. I'm not going to. Either that, all, all the responsibility is going to land on, Char- uh, on Chris's shoulders, being the good guy. Is that right? <laughs> No, it's probably yeah, well. Charles. <laughs> Isn't that the way it always goes? So much Chris? for that. Well, it balances, right? Two to two, right? <laughs> what, the two assholes yeah. and the two nice guys? Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who would the two assholes be on this, on this uh, show? Would that be Charles and Chris? Sure. Oh, I'm no, sure you I, think, think that, hand, yeah. I'll stick my <laughs> hand up for that. Okay. I'll stick okay, my hand up checking. for that. No problems. It's just checking, you know. You guys better Although watch yourself. I have to... Sorry? 
Although I do have to say that I've only met Will in person at the one game he took me and my kids to, which they loved. And he was actually a really nice guy. I, we, and I actually I, talked I, I, at a football game more than I ever talked in my life because it was a blowout. <laughs> Yep. Right. It was sixty-four. It was sixty-four. Nothing. Remember? <laughs> yeah. So we just decided to kind of guess, casually watch. Yeah. Well, I got I to hang out with Will at the Grey Cup a few years ago. Against Hamilton. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. here you go. Awesome. I got. I'll tell you guys a story. I got to realize this weekend how old I actually am. A friend of mine sent me a video clip. My two high school coaches just got inducted into the Manitoba Football Hall of Fame. And he sent me a video of their acceptance speeches, okay? These guys are 80-plus years old, okay? And it's like, oh, my God, that must mean I'm almost 60. And it's the truth. So, yeah. It was, it was another. Wait, what, what is today? Today's the, today's the 18th or the 8th? Ninth? Uh, the ninth. Ninth. It's the 9th of February. Ninth. You're a little ahead of yourself. 9th of February. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got uh, I got a m- 35 days and I'm 60. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Something like that. No, actually less yeah. than that because there's only 28 days in February. Yeah. <laughs> Those 30, 33 days. Yeah, well, we're both going to be, be an old man. We're both going to be 60 this year, so what yeah. can you do? But, yeah, and, and just Carry to know, Chris, I, I actually really am a nice guy. I just don't want, like, people to know that. So could you please not spread Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. I, exactly. Exactly. You know what's I funny about Will that? Actually I went to Calgary. What, what's Go funny ahead. about that is that that game – is the game my the old the 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 long blonde haired boy Connor my my middle boy? That's yeah. the game he fell in love with Andre Leitre because that's the game oh, that he ended right? up playing most of the game because it was the blowout. So they they right. put him in to, to to have some reps and he actually did really well. He just kept running up the score like everybody else. But then yeah. so he had never seen him before. He got fascinated with him and asked about him and then looked him up when we got home and yeah that was the game. That he and of course you know what I bought him for Christmas this year. What was that? Oh, Nante uh, Alitra uh, jersey, a Calgary jersey. Oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> of course, because he won't be at Calgary anymore. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, that's the way it always works out. I got I've got an Evander Kane Jets jersey that my stepson paid a fortune for, and he got traded. Ten minutes after he gave me the jersey, okay, so. <laughs> yeah, that's always how it happens, right? So, yeah. So, but I, I did manage to get the I did manage to get the jersey signed by him, though. So at least it's a it's an oh, autographed okay. jersey for him. So, okay, wherever he ends up, he can still wear it. And, and that that's cool because because the Huncheck jersey I'm going to buy <laughs> it'll get it'll get signed too because I happen to know somebody who knows him. Okay, so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there you go. So that'll be kind of neat, I guess. Well, that's why it was a Christmas present too, because it was yeah, it was signed by him. So. Oh, so so they're they're Calgary fans, are they? Do they still do they still live in Grand Prairie or not? 
Um, yeah, they're all still in Grand Prairie. Uh, okay. Only um, only Connor's a Calgary Stampeder fan. The other two are Edmonton oh. fans. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Although Eric, the oldest, who was there, uh, he actually cheers. Uh, he was actually cheering for whatever team uh, Riley was on. So he's all disappointed they retired this year. Ah, okay. So he was okay. a BC fan for the last couple of years. Okay, and and you hmm. still let him live. You still let him live, did you? Well, one of my best friends is a BC Lions fan that I coached with too, so I'm pretty used to it. <laughs> we've, got okay. a, we've got an ongoing. You, you, you got, we got a twenty dollar bet every game with that Calgary and BC play. We've got a twenty dollar wow. bet, and I think for the ten years we've been doing it, we're even. So we just keep giving the twenty back and forth. <laughs> okay. You you do have two friends on your podcast that aren't Lions fans, Agent. Chris, of, of you course, that, right? Yes, I know. Y'all, you know. Yes, I do. What are you yeah, doing? and this, and despite that, I still like you guys. So, huh? Yeah. Well, that's debatable. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So what happens now? Oh my God, we're almost out of time. Anything else you guys want to talk time. about? We're almost out of time. We're almost out of time. No, Christopher, I'm not going to Saskatchewan to the Grey Cup this year because there's no hotel rooms to be had. I've already checked. Every yes, me. So have I. And every freaking hotel room within an hour of Regina is booked. Yes, they are. Hmm. So, like all, 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 all four of them. Yeah, that's the biggest issue with Grey Cups in Regina. There's just not the hotel capacity for it. I'm trying to surprised by that. It's it's Regina. I'm I'm trying to convince my ex boss to uh, drag his trailer down there so we could live in the trailer for three or four days. But I don't know if I've convinced him yet. So you would go live in a trailer to go see a football game in Regina? No, I will live in a trailer to go to a football game in Regina just to harass Ryder fans, okay? Mm. That's what I like to do. Okay. okay? But, no, I, I wouldn't... We all... Like, I, I don't like Regina. I've only been there once, and that was enough. Yep. I went. I went to the O2 Cup there. It was. It was enough to tell me why I don't want to be there in that time of year. Yeah. 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 It's fucking cold. If they ever have another, if they ever have another Grey Cup in BC, I will go to that one because I don't like to be cold anymore either. So we have a, a roof. I know. I would like to. I, I think I'd like to go back to Hamilton in, in, in two years. And I was thinking the same thing, Charles, because you said it was a pretty yeah. good time. So. It was. So, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're in the final minute, I just noticed. Are we? Yes, I should yep. close the show off. Let's go see where it is. I'm going to be late here. A blog talk kicked me out. Okay, this has been uh, Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Uh, 
podcast episode number 473. I'm your host, Christopher Jones. I can't talk with shit tonight. I don't know what time it is, so I'm just going to tell Charles to say goodnight and do it quick. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you next week. Chris, go. Good, good night. Quick. Good night, everybody. Uh, and there's only one team that didn't do as much as Calgary did in the, in the CFL this year, and that was uh, the Schooners. They didn't sign anybody. How come? Oh. Neither did the Stallions. No. Undefeated. Oh, yep. Undefeated. Okay, we're out of here. I, I can't turn it off, so I don't know what's going on. So just think about it. Eventually it'll end. It does, but it doesn't. It it, it, got, it keeps recording us, but it, we're no longer broadcasting. Oh, I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. It's really dumb. Yep. Okay, goodbye. Yep. Okay, goodbye, folks. Bye.